Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, everybody. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The volume. It's Jenkins and Jones presented by FanDuel. The NBA season is kicking into gear and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. When you win, you'll get paid fast. FanDuel has lots of ways to play, like the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. Jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting, and combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. So, download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Welcome to Jenkins and Jones on the Volume Podcast Network. It is Thursday, February 2. And as always, we're coming to you live on the Amazon AMP app, 7 a.m. West Coast, 10 a.m. East Coast, every Monday, Thursday, and on all the other streaming platforms after that. Thanks for joining us wherever you are listening. And today, before we get into the show, I've got a big announcement. We are doing a merch giveaway. You can win a Jenkins and Jones hoodie if you are listening to this live on the Amazon AMP feed you gotta all you gotta do is answer this trivia question in the amp chat that you're looking at right now the amp chat and jackson will pick a winner and get in touch about how you can get your free jenkins and jones hoodie here is a question it's a trivia question the question is who was right about peanut butter and jelly john or tyler <laughs> We know who's answer right. it in the in the in the <laughs> just answer it in the amp chat and Jackson uh you know and I have to pick a side here? Uh, you just pick somebody who provides an engagement, you know? <laughs> it's a, a good for- engagement. There we go. <laughs> pick the best reason. Be good. 
Uh, as always, Jenkins and Jones, hosted by LeJethro Jenkins, a.k.a. John. What's up, Bubbas? Dragonfly Jones, a.k.a. Tyler. Hey, everybody. Have a good. I'm Guardy B, a.k.a. Mike. And, Motherfucking uh, Mike. <laughs> Motherfucking Mike. Mike. Here for a another jam-packed episode of Jenkins and Jones. I am Casey Kasem. <laughs> I've started getting that... I've started getting really? that in person. Motherfucking Mike. Let's getting the go. I've told you I have a couple of, fr- a couple of, fr- a couple of people at Polly who listen to the pod. So I've started getting people just walking up to me going, motherfucking Mike. <laughs> hey, 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 that's when you're the homie for real. When you see one of the homies. Right, right. Really excited to see that nigga. You know? True. Yeah. Um, we, I've got to open the show up talking about the incredible timing. Uh, we were discussing... Um, comedians and uh, and uh, male comedian, funny funny male people, and uh, their relationships on the last pod, and uh, we brought up Olivia Wilde, and lo and behold, John ends up in Hollywood or something at a restaurant with Olivia Wilde, and I'm happy to tell everyone he did not know that she was there or recognize her at all. I was just out <laughs> and. <laughs> She was sitting beside, behind me. <laughs> Apparently, I was told later <laughs> that she was sitting behind me. I didn't even notice a woman was behind me, let alone a white one. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I had no idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I was told later, and that's who it was. Olivia Wilde was sitting behind me. I still don't necessarily know if she was. They could be lying. <laughs> Weird lie weird though. Lie. Weird lie. Because I, I, if they could say she could, they could have called her anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know a white woman was sitting. The next time you and I go to lunch, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna tell you that uh, Jennifer Aniston was the barista or something. I mean, like. I think I know Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> right? Okay, that's okay. the one that dated Brad yeah, Pitt, I right? I think so. Um, is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Before yeah, Angelina yeah, she Jilly, got Angelina and snatched Angelina the dick Jilly. away from her, right? <laughs> that's what happened with Jennifer Aniston? Yeah, that's the first sentence <laughs> on her Wikipedia. <laughs> she got that dick snatched, bro. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. <laughs> that, bro, that Brad Pitt did. Pitt did. <laughs> did it some funny ass shit? <laughs> did it some funny ass shit go, go on with like Olivia Wilde breaking up with Jason Sudeikis? Because... And he was like, and then Jason Sudeikis like laid in front of the nanny's car to drive me and some <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, yeah, I remember yeah, hearing wait, some wait, shit wait. like that. Yeah, and then she got she got because she was going to give like the special salad dressing to Harry Styles what or some wild shit. Oh, no, I, I think this is a different shit, couple. Man. No, I think that's a different. No, couple. this is correct. And guess what? They're back together. Who is Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis? No. Yes. Didn't Jason Sudeikis serve her with divorce papers in the like as she was on stage they for a press junket? I mean, they're not like remarried, but they're apparently like hanging out again. They might have been at dinner at the restaurant with <laughs> John. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. If you if Jason, if, if Jason Harry, Sudeikis was behind you and you didn't recognize him, I'd be annoyed. I might have. <laughs> I might have. You said what's 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 the show he's in again? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. I, I would have noticed. Ted, he's Ted Lasso. I, I might not have noticed. <laughs> he doesn't have a mustache in real oh, life. Well, I, I definitely wouldn't notice him. <laughs> Invisible. What restaurant? I forget. Was it? I forget. I forget. I forget what restaurant it was. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah, want to yeah. let us know where he where I he doesn't want to let us know what, it, what his status is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Jenkins and Jones super fans are going to camp right, out at the right. restaurant waiting for John Jethro to return. Jenkins was here. <laughs> Honestly, don't know. Honestly, do not know. I know I ate a burger. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's what I know. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, did you have a bun on it? Yeah, I had a bun, man. You know what I mean? I, I did legs. I did legs. I did okay. legs today earlier. So, you know, I earned okay. the bun. All right. Okay. <laughs> I earned the carbs. I just, I, de- I, I deserve I this. Des- that's what I said before I ate it. I deserve this. <laughs> <laughs> this bread. All right, I told you I did not make I did not make up this shit about Jason Sudeik is willing to die before she shared his her salad dressing <laughs> with Perry Styles. I promise you, you just can't pull some shit like that out of your out your ass. Okay, I'm gonna read this shit. So basically, you know, Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles they worked on a movie together, and Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles started dating. You know, while while her and Sudeikis were married, and you know they were they breaking was, up you know, or whatever, right? Tr- what drama, whatever. Right, right, right. So, according to the nanny, <laughs> Sudeikis laid down under Wilde's car so she couldn't leave the house to see Styles. Jason went outside and lay under her car so she wouldn't leave. She it. said she went back in the house and he went in. It was back and forth. He said she was doing it on purpose to make her late to go see Harry. She claimed, and finally, the salad dressing. <laughs> the nanny <laughs> explained. Jason told me she made this salad and she made her special dressing and she's leaving with her salad to have dinner with Harry. She has a special salad dressing she makes for us and she's taking it to have with Harry now. Hey, nigga, I told listen, y'all bro. I ain't make that shit Sudeikis up. might. I kind of get I, it though. I get it, but he I might be it. a bitch ass nigga if he took it back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If she making a special salad dressing for the nigga, bro. Ain't no coming Dude. back from that, dog. Well, they were getting di- they were getting divorced, oh, and I and he and and what, from my what, very limited following of the like, divorce, there was there was some there was some real shitty stuff the other direction because John she was on stage getting interviewed as part of a press junket for a movie when the server came to serve her with the papers. He doesn't for the decide divorce. when she served, right? He served her. He doesn't decide when she bro. served, right? And I think that was because apparently what what Tyler said the shit. You can tell someone to serve with prejudice. I mean, nigga, I don't, hey, I don't know about all that. I ain't been through it. Hopefully, I don't gotta go through that shit, nigga. I don't know yeah, nothing about yeah, 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 it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, Tyler, you were saying that, or or Jackson was saying that, um, like basically there was beef there because she was fucking with him before Sudeikis, right? Before they got divorced, correct? They were still together, but on bad terms, and she fell in love with Harry Styles. Okay. While they were, re- re- you know, <clears> also, I was wrong. They're not back together. They were just like seen together, and they're like on okay. Terms. That's that's that's, that's I understand it. Dude, special salad dressing thing. I think we we good after that. It's over, dog. It's over, dog. It's over, dog. What what if t- bro? I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna put that in the air. No, I ain't gonna put that in the air. That's bad. That's bad vibe. <laughs> yeah, we, no, ain't, we ain't speaking no, no ill around yeah, this. Shit ain't nigga. none of that. Uh, listen, I'll, I'll just say this. I feel like affairs are way worse than like cheating. Like, like I think you would be more crushed if you saw your wife like holding hands, eating ice cream in the park with a dude than if you just saw her coming out like a hotel. You it's know a rap by the way, though. It's a rap by the way, my nigga. They're both fucking horrible. 100%. We, we out of there, It's a rap either you way, but. We had a fun. I know I'm not going to forgive you. That's what I do know, and it's yeah. best for us both. We just move on <laughs> John, either John way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, let's 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 get some therapy so we could go ahead and co-parent. 
<laughs> that's all we got going on in this motherfucker after that, dog. <laughs> this dick will not get hard for you again. My heart is broken. All right? And his dick is broken hey, with shout it. out to uh, people out there making it work uh, after someone cheated. But uh, I, I don't know how you're doing it. But, you know, support to you, especially the kids involved. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But, uh you know, it's just the forgiveness part right. factor. I just know I'm well, not going to forgive this person. You know, I mean, not in a way that's going, you know, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah. It's just a, nah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Speaking of uh, ruined marriages, <laughs> um, Tom Brady retired today, uh, retired yesterday, officially, um, and did the most divorced dad thing possible, which is he went to the beach, sat on the beach. I'm sure he looked at the waves for 10 minutes or so before he recorded the video. And then he recorded a video. He scooped Chef D, Tyler. Congratulations. <laughs> Got his ass. <laughs> Congrats. Officially retired. Um, gentlemen, your reaction. I can't believe this is all about Chef D. Scoopter. I really cannot believe this motherfucker lost everything. Because Chef D beat him to the fucking punch, dog. That's all I was thinking the whole time, you know. And and in the video, he was, you know, on the beach early as hell. You know, he probably went out to the beach to watch the sunrise or some shit. <laughs> that voice was crackly as a motherfucker there. Like, he was emotional for real, dog. And I'm like, bro, all of this because of Adam Schefter. What Why? I, I have a different look at, look at it. I, I see it differently now. You know what I mean? I have a different outlook. I'm like, based upon talking about your, 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 how your mom brought up the fact that we all knew the shit was probably trash prior. You know what I'm saying? Could you imagine... Marriages between billionaires don't fall apart you feel on the me? last right, straw. Right, right. Like for, is, yeah, for you know, sure. Yeah, for you to have to split all that money up and get all that, what's going to be involved to figure that shit out? Nigga, that shit been trash for about six years. <laughs> you've been fighting. You've been fighting upstream for a while, nigga. You actually are too tired to keep fighting. You know what I mean? And I'm thinking this. The nigga would have retired to try to work the shit out and still would have been divorced. I think that would have been really fucked up on his side. We would have never known. We would have got the jokes off. But at least he we, beat Shefty. So at least so, we, you, so it was worth it to you because at least this way he got at, one at more win. At least he got that off because the marriage was going to be cooked regardless. All right? You know what I mean? So, you know, hey, man. Good, good for him. Good, good for Tom. I experienced uh, empathy towards Tom Brady. I apologize, but I was watching the video. He was choking up. I think it was when he started talking about the people he played against that he started choking up, if I recall the video correctly. But he, you could tell he was really battling it. And I was just thinking about him sitting there on the beach, like you said, probably after he watched the sunrise, watching the waves go in and out. And, I, you know, I don't know, man. I'm sure 99% of people in the world would trade lives with Tom Brady, but I'm looking at a divorced dad sitting there on the beach crying because he's going to miss his job. And I would not, not for all the money that he has, would I have traded lives with that race car bed in that moment, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's such like, you know, a strictly regimented dude. Like, bro, like the, the thing is like a lot of, a lot of former athletes say that they miss the routine a whole lot. Right. Like, you know, of course they miss the game days, but they say like the routine, like JJ Reddick was talking about how expensive yeah. his routine was. And, and it likes, it sounded like hell to, you know, um, you know, to a lot of us, but he's like, bro, I loved it. I loved every second of it, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm just curious to see, you know, how he adjusts. He's probably going to go into broadcast. I think he's going to be great at it's that. Funny if, too, if he I so think like chooses. quarterbacks so we'll and shooters is the same. You got to love the process. But I think you, like JJ said, he could not do the process one uh, one more summer. 
You know what I mean? And maybe that's where, where, where Brady's at. Like, my, I just can't, I don't have it in me to do what needs to be done to play at 45 years old. You know what I mean? Look, I, I, well, I mean, no one, and you know, no one in his, neither is anyone in history, obviously, right? Like, he's already accomplished everything you could accomplish. But I will also say whether you're, you know, we were talking about Jason Sudeikis, Olivia Wilde, we talk about Tom Brady. I, you know, there's a lot of parts of being famous that don't look fun to me, but getting divorced publicly when you have kids seems like the, I mean, our family, it's a miracle everyone survived that process. I can't imagine if every time any of us left the house, we're hearing about it or the idiots on Jenkins and Jones and 10,000 other podcasts are making fun of us. Like, like, you know what I mean? I cannot even imagine it. And having to go to a your press conference every week, at your job and have people ask you if your wife leaving you and taking your kids away is affecting your play on Niggas the field. Niggas are getting... Get me dog. the fuck she out of here. She was trying to be cordial and say something to like support him. And nigga said, damn, you, when you get divorced, they really, you know, some, somebody said, you sound, you, you, the lady sounds like an HR worker, nigga. Like, it's just business after that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, Tyler said, Tyler had a perfect analysis. But she said, I wish I, I wish you luck with your life or something. Ooh, dog, that your. Nigga. God damn, what happened nigga. to us, dog? dog? You know what happened? This you was, gotta think, bro. He was probably just as sick. So that your is probably good because the us probably stunk, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So that he probably thinking like, you good luck with your life too, nigga. You feel me? I imagine both of their ass was on. I don't know. <laughs> Bro. I... Go to her, Tom. Go to, I, go I, to I, her, I, Tom. I don't know. Listen, listen, he, he knows. Listen, he, here's he my, knew here's, what his decision was going to record, was, was going to, how that was going to end. I think he knew how that was going to end, I don't think he, he did. I don't think he did. I agree, because I I agree with you, Tom. That, that I agree whole, with you. That whole, that Go ahead. That whole ten dog, that whole ten day, that whole ten day hiatus when he went dark mode and no one was here from he was trying to save that motherfucking marriage. But bro, like I don't I don't think, bro, I don't think the nigga went into a whole into into this situation without his wife telling him exactly what the fuck time is it 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 is. No, I think she was telling him, but I think that she had been going along with stuff long enough. I mean, like moving to fucking Boston and shit, right? Like when you're a Brazilian supermodel, that I think he assumed that there was a base level at which he was kind of putting up with how unhappy she was about his job. I don't think he really understood. Like, I will walk away from you. I don't with see your, how you with your don't kids, see bro. that. You know what I'm saying? Like that conversation. But that's because you are you. But that's because you are you in your had, marriage. Been had for so long. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you know when you. you you know but when you're the I last think it leg. Was part you know of his when you're the last think, leg, like, but well I know, before. But I, but I think to what Tyler was saying, I, I think he thought it was part of the routine. You get so you know? used to because it Because it had shitty. been three or four years in a row that it was like, I'm, I'm taking time off at the end of the season to talk with my family. He's convincing her, okay, I'm going to do one more year, but this is it. Like, that was the routine to him. And I think this year was when the, the, the shutters came down hard on... Some routines don't repeat themselves I've just over been, and over. I've never been in a relationship <laughs> where I haven't known end. it was on his last leg. You're John Nichols. What the Nichols. fuck does that mean, nigga? You're, I'm a regular nigga. I mean, you're a say, you're a, you're a very different person. Like this is a megalomaniac. Okay, you, you know see, what you're I mean? Saying he's, like, he's, in, he's insane. He's he's insane enough to believe it. He's been focused, bro. He's never eaten strawberries, John, because they didn't fit his fitness yeah, profile. You know, yeah, he's he, avocado he's ice cream, human, dog. Bro. Like you know. <laughs> 
Avocado that's it. That's in his book. He, he eats avocado. That's what he has for ice cream. He has avocado <laughs> ice cream. No cream in it. <laughs> it's just hard for me to imagine getting that avocado bad ice cream. You can't you put yourself in that brain, which is good. Bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're probably in therapy, All and right. the niggas still doing dumb shit like this. Like, ah oh, man. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's just so <laughs> stupid. So. It's just so dumb for the adult. You know what I mean? For them to, for them to not see this yes. coming. But I think, l- listen, I think we've seen kind of some of the same stuff with Michael Jordan, right? I mean, like some of these guys, you pull the curtain back and it's like, oh, being obsessed with winning is like kind of a horrible way to live your life, right? I mean, like it it yields these great results and money and fame and all this stuff. Like I'm not like... I'm not in any way trying to say like, oh, Tom Brady should come to me for no, life. No, advice. nobody thinks that. But no for me, but for, but, for, but for most of us, you look at what it actually takes to live like that. And it's, you know, you're trying to bend your whole family around your schedule. Like you're trying to bend everything around. The whole thing I care about is winning these games. And now, and look, I've known a lot of pro athletes in, in all the major sports who've come out of playing. It's a hard landing for everybody. It's hard if you were a 10-time pro bowler. It's hard if you've just been on practice squads for two or three years, but someone's telling you the game you've been playing for, you know, since you were four or five years old is, is over forever. It's hard no matter what. And the fact this is just one of the very few things in the world, all the money, all the accomplishments, it's not gonna make it easier. And I really watching that video, I really I really did feel sorry for that dude. Like, this is not gonna be fun. It's not gonna be a fun transition. I, just, for I him. feel like when shit is very trash, you know what I'm saying? You know, maybe she finally said, yo, it's time. But I think they knew it was gonna be time. And I understand that 10 day it would still suck, even if you know the shit was trash and it was coming. It still sucks when it comes, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I've been in relationships where like probably for six, seven months I knew this shit the day was going like, it was it was getting close. You know what I mean? It was getting really stinky up in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? But even when breaking <laughs> up and leaving the stench, you know what I'm saying? It still hurt a little bit. You know what I mean? I, hurt, I mean, hurt a lot. You know, and there's some adjustment to it, but you know it's better in the long run. That's why I feel like it was that. And that's why I feel like when they having that real conversation of divorce, he takes some time to himself because fuck football at that point. You know what I mean? But, you know, I think he knew it was coming to that regardless. I just can't see somebody being yeah, that shifty. maniacal. Where they don't see their yeah. supermodel wife being all the way fed up with their ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it just seems crazy. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. This year, the only app you need at your Super Bowl party is FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Download FanDuel now and use promo code J&J, that's J-A-N-D-J, so you can bet Super Bowl 57 with a no-sweat first bet. You'll get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. FanDuel lets you bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will score a touchdown. I would bet that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, and I would bet that Patrick Mahomes is going to have a big game. So those would be my picks. All of that on a top-rated sportsbook app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Best of all, you get you can get paid your winnings instantly. So join FanDuel today with promo code JNJ to claim your no-sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Disclaimer, must be 21 and over and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at fanduel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. We have, for the first time in history, two black quarterbacks playing against each other in the Super Bowl, Jalen Hurts and Pat Mahomes. Um... I feel like this is a color barrier in sports that we are watching fall in real time. We're we're all of a generation, you know, older millennials, whatever, where we still grew up with, I mean, Rush Limbaugh on ES fucking PN before Donovan McNabb played talking about black quarterbacks. Like this is a, a, a prejudice that is, like I said, I feel like something we're actually watching fall apart in our lifetimes. And it's great. I'm so happy for these uh, these two young men. And and uh, I don't know. I feel like this is, again, one of those rare moments where you can kind of actually see real progress, you know, in, in, in the league. And so much to go on coaches and the front office and ownership and everything else. But um, knowing how influential that position is in the psyche of America, um, I think this is a, a, a great moment. I will say the counterpoint to that is the Lamar Jackson treatment. 
Absolutely. I feel like I don't know, you know, what it is about Lamar Jackson, but that dude gets like 1974 criticism, bro. I'm like, <laughs> like, like, you know, the shit that they criticize him about. I'm like, dog, I thought we moved past this like decades ago. So, yeah, it's a unique case with with Lamar as an outlier, because I feel like he still gets a lot well, of the same <clears throat> bullshit that I thought. We and moved just past. to comment briefly on that, because I think that is such a complicated situation. Part of the thing, part of what's happening in that dynamic, and I totally agree with you about the criticism, but also He's representing himself in those negotiations, which is there's a reason that most guys don't do that. And it's not just because it's extra paperwork. It's you're going to have an organization saying these are the problems with you. Right. Like you would want them saying that to I mean, I would want them not saying that to me personally, (laughs) but, you know, that factors into it. And then I know from from the reporting I'd read, he kind of put that Deshaun Watson contract as the North Star with just a completely unprecedented amount of guaranteed money. And all the reporting is every other owner in the league looked at that deal that Deshaun Watson signed with the Browns and said, that's fucking crazy. We will never do that <laughs> like to tie, to tie up that much guaranteed money. So some of that is, I think, a, a, a difficult thing. But I do think the, uh, the appearance of the organization not valuing him has driven some of that, uh, some of those criticisms, the narrative as well. I totally I love it for Hurts, too, knowing his journey. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I remember like when I was still watching football and shit. Um, when uh he got benched for two, I think his junior year, you know what I mean, and like it wasn't looking sweet for him. He went to Oklahoma, showed the fuck out, you know what I mean, gets drafted. Now he's in the fucking Super Bowl, you know what I'm saying? One of the best quarterbacks, if not the best quarterback in the in the league, right? One one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, you know what I'm saying? He's playing probably the best quarterback in the league <laughs> in the Super Bowl. But uh, but yeah, man, I think I think that's dope because I remember th- like seeing how he you know, carried it in stride, you know what I'm saying? Didn't get too down about it, still kept his confidence. I think they was talking about having him running like running back or some shit. And he was like, no, nah, I'm a QB. I'm going to take my ass to Oklahoma, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, did his thing, and now now he's in the league. So it's, it's dope to see him, like, doing it, been doing his thing this year, you know what I mean, and last year as well. But uh, definitely make the Super Bowl. That's crazy to see. Did you guys see the video of Pat Mahomes' yeah. dad? <laughs> yes. Yeah, there was there was conversation, you know, when when the whole, you know, first Super Bowl with two black quarterbacks. They're like, I don't know, Pat Mahomes, we claiming him. When you see his pops, there is no question. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could have you could have your question marks. You could have your questions about, you know, um um junior or the second, but ain't no questions about Papa. One of us. How he was talking for real, but he called his son baby boy. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, that's a, yep, that, another, mm. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> smoking that. <laughs> I'm like, damn. But no, I love that. I love <laughs> smoking that, that Joe Burrow. Burrow. That Joe Burrow. We smoking, smoking that, that Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. You know what I'm saying? He probably rolled up right after it, too. It's wild, though. Like, I'm like, damn, it's crazy. The reason you would think that's his father's because how, you know, you know, what Mahomes speaks. But also, it's like, his other son is like, Doing them weird ass dances in the fucking like, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how much of a nigga you are, you know what I mean. The apple can fall far from the tree because that the apples fall, the apples bounce, bounce a few yeah. times and roll yeah, down the hill. Yeah, the apples rolled a little bit. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he's one of us and they closer to one of them. But anyway, we go <laughs> with that with that TikTokery ass shit. Nigga. So the, the apple tree might have been on top of a hill. <laughs> that you know? motherfucker tumbled, you feel me? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, all right. Uh, question. 
what's the plan for when uh, for when Braun breaks this this scoring record next week? Y'all have festivities planned, Tyler. You got anything in the drafts? Or are we no longer accepting the goat debate because it's been settled? Like, what, what's the what's, what's the festivities going to look like? I mean, I I feel like the haters are going to have more of a field day than anybody. The haters have been gearing up ever since this record has been in sight. <laughs> you know, I think the haters are going to be on full blast with you know, you know, trying to discredit it or whatever. So, and it sucks. That th- it's that's tough to discredit at, you know, number one points ever, though. They will, they will, they absolutely fucking will. Um, you know, they're they're already saying that he's pacing himself so he can break it at home and shit. Like, I don't know. I'm I am looking forward to it as a basketball fan. I'm not looking forward to the discourse. I've been stopped arguing with niggas about basketball on Twitter, bro. I freed myself for that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what these niggas say. Period. <laughs> None of them, nigga. <laughs> that shit is fucking incredible, dog. You know what I'm saying? And then also, like, he didn't he just break? He was he fourth in the league in assists too. He just jumped up. You know to what fourth, I mean? Like, bro, I don't assist. Yeah, he passed. Say. Uh, but on, somebody was arguing Jordan yesterday. And I says I, I I calmly said you say Jordan LeBron I ain't tripping you know what I'm saying it's about you know, who, how, who how you personally feel but when we looking at these numbers nigga bro number one scorer of all time nigga paced himself whatever he did it motherfucker <laughs> you know what I'm saying deal with that shit and you gonna try to come up with some they didn't have a three point how many threes was this motherfucker Kareem gonna shoot anyway nigga you know what I'm saying. Fuck you mean. He was also playing against motherfucking <laughs> bombs just like we do with Jordan. You know what I'm saying? But guys, I'm not trying to shit on Kareem because I think Kareem's incredible and he's a fucking dog. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm not going that route. Saying. I'm not going that route. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But like, dog, I just it's just it's just pointless. You're not gonna win. And also, Bron fans are annoying too. I've said some things questioning Bron too, and they said some weird ass, corny ass fuck nigga. I don't know basketball ass shit. They don't be knowing shit either, dog. So fuck everybody, bro. I'm happy for Bron. <laughs> I'm happy fuck for everybody. Bron. And that's where I'm keeping it, nigga. <laughs> Me and my home, we celebrate. That's all I know. Something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to celebrate like a motherfucker. Yeah. Like I said, I'm just not looking forward to the discourse, but. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day, you know, when he went up to number fourth all time in assists, I was like, you know, we're going to have a player who's going to be number one scoring. He's going to be number Period. fourth in assists because he's not catching he's Chris Paul. Right. He's still playing. Right. He's still 3,000 assists yeah. on him. And, yeah. And, and it's a moving target, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's not catching Chris Paul. He's going to finish number one score, number fourth all time assists, which is fucking ridiculous. So I did like some research. I was like, who else is closest to Braun in regards to yep. you know being as high on scoring and being as high on the assist list, no. do y'all know who that no. player is? But I know that I did not find many people to put in that conversation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's mm. it's actually Kobe. He is number fourth in scoring <laughs> and number thirty third in assists. Like that is that is you know how wide the gap is. But the the runner ups here are Russ. I thought maybe Russ because of, you know triple double scoring. So yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so I think when Russ finishes his career moves up, you know, a bit on those, he'll be the closest one to him. Chris Paul is number three in assists and number thirty-eight scoring. So like that just shows you how the, the package of passing and scoring we've never seen in a player like this. You talk about ever. some of the best of the best to be in the top five and yeah. one and the top thirty-five in the other category. You're gonna have someone who's number one ever one and number four and four right? ever. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's fucking crazy yeah, ridiculous not bro. even close bro. never seen anything like I mean, him, kobe man. i mean like dog kobe's what top 10 player all the time you know what i'm saying and nigga you say like he's the closest and he's not really close you know to, to doing it you know and also i'm surprised kobe passed the ball that mm-hmm. much 
<laughs> I didn't know he passed it that, that much. He may have got, the, maybe the, when the, Kobe the, was the, playing. The Kobe Stan rebuttal. The Kobe Stan rebuttal was always no other shooting guard since blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? And it was like, sometimes the numbers don't tell you what your eyeballs are telling you watching the game, though. You know what I mean? And so you're right. He would mm-hmm. be a willing passer out of the double sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes and when he had somebody worthy on his team to pass to, we'll say that. <laughs> and he and he had uh, several Hall of Fame teammates that he was good at at playmaking. Right, for, right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. And, and I and I actually think and and funny shit about his passing last that he recorded was an assist in his last game. And I think the most iconic play in Kobe's career yep. is, is that alley you know to the Blazers in, in, in yeah. the two thousand um, Western Conference Finals. My favorite, yeah. probably so, probably. Yeah, my favorite basketball memory as a sports fan, mm-hmm. just stupid. And being in Southern California, I was in high school when it happened too. hearing people screaming everywhere. That was peak Laker car flag era. John, I wish you live here for peak Laker car flag era. It was the most obnoxious <laughs> shit ever. It was so good. It was like troll pre Twitter. You know what I mean? It was just like, everyone's yeah. making fun of the car flags. We love these fucking car flags and it's sunny all the time, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I actually remember watching that play and getting up and jumping, grabbing my head like, oh shit, he's here. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it felt, it felt like, yeah. uh, it felt different. Like, you know what I'm saying? That particular moment. We ran out of the house. We ran up that and down. My sense, friend Ryan bro. and I, we ran up and down. The, I mean, we did. Was I was in like, college and niggas was losing <laughs> their shit. You know what I'm saying? And we was over in Alabama. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, losing our shit across <laughs> the country. So, <clears throat> that's fucking perfect. All right. Um, we have to talk about. <laughs> I want to take this track by track. <clears throat> oh, God. Jackson, this is a social clip for the show. All right. <laughs> Some nasty, nasty work we're about to get into. I want to talk about Hey look We talk about music every now and then on the show We have got to talk about the upcoming album from The legendary Smokey Robinson Called Gasms Nigga can your dick work Like bro what are you taking Like that's what I'm like you, you, you singing about orgasms now Talk probably doing numbers though um, album comes out in a, I think in March. Um, but I, here's what I'm gonna do. There's nine tracks on Gasms. Oh, so um, I've got the track list, and I just wanna, I just want a rating from you guys. You know, one through ten on how horny each track list is. First of all, the title track number one, <laughs> Gasms. Um, that that's that's a that's like a three or four i I think that that it's coming from an old man is the most you know shocking thing about this here like you know like if a 25 year r&b dude made a song called gasms no one would give a fuck but this motherfucker's like 88 years old (laughs) so i think the old man part like shocks us more than that that song juicy juicy fruit you know what i mean i imagine him saying gasms like (laughs) that when he's you know what i mean and also to say (laughs) gasms i've never heard of gasms before he made up yeah. some shit, bro. Uh, he chopped that motherfucker. He He's chopped that really motherfucker. Nasty up. to me. I give this an eight. It <laughs> makes my stomach down, hurt. Man. I give it. A, uh, oh, that's just nasty. <laughs> yeah. Really, gas. I, I agree. That first of all, old people coming up with slang, with, with new slang, is always a tenuous proposition. But to come up with, to abbreviate <laughs> the word orgasms on some. I'm going to hit him with something men never thought about. <laughs> but can you imagine that falling out of his mouth? <laughs> gasms, the word gasms. 
falling out of that mouth with all that Botox, nigga. Bro, I bet it got a stitch to it, motherfucker. That shit is nasty. Got right. his eyebrow raised just like right. 2%. Yeah. That's right. It's oh, called Gansom. Oh, nasty. That's at least an eight. All right. Track two, old school horny, how you make me feel. Nah, that's, that's three. That's one. That's, that's a, three. Yeah, that's that's a two, three. Yeah. Yeah. How you make me feel? That's that's some Motown yeah. shit. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's some shit that it's he would have made. You know, because uh, of orgasms. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> because it's the second yeah, track yeah, on so orgasms. Two, three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll give it a track two. Number two on orgasms. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> track two on orgasms. <laughs> <laughs> now we're playing track two on orgasms. Track two on orgasms. Spinning the B-sides from Gasms. Um, track three, I want to know your body. Oh, that that's turning up the notch on the horny a bit. That's about a three, I'd say. You know, not not offensive. You know, the you know, sh- shouts to his old yeah. ass for understanding yeah. consent. There, you know <laughs> I, what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so yeah, but 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 the horny notch is getting intentionally turned up there, and he's looking you dead in your eyes while he's I doing it. It is a little uncomfortable. I so, want to know. Yeah, your I'll give body. it about a three. You know, or four. I mean, it seems like okay. I want to know your body. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's a normal feeling. You know what I'm saying? So I, I give it a three. I give it a three. I think it's pretty benign too. Okay. Maybe a two. Uh, I keep calling you. That's kind of scary. That's a one. That's yep. scary. I think it's not really gr- nasty. It's just I keep calling you. Like yeah, it's bro, a little threatening. <laughs> like I don't. I don't <laughs> First of all, no one picks up phone calls like that anymore. Two thousand twenty-three, Smokey. <laughs> if you don't text that girl, throw <laughs> that shit. Leaving voicemails and everything Number too. Number five. Bet. Roll around. You can smell it. Okay, you can smell it. You can smell it, though. You I can think smell that's it. middle of the road, horny. I think that's, that's <laughs> about a five. I smell, I smell juke. <laughs> you can smell I smell a little juke, dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you leave a little juke lingering in the uh, room. So maybe like, yeah, five, five is good. Gentlemen, how old do you think, Sm- how, how old do you think Smokey Robinson is? Um, he's staring at 80. I'd say 77. He's 82 years old. And so I do want you to con- I do want you to contextualize okay, around at 82 years old, bro. Nigga, it's going to be a lot of cricket and cracking and just a, just nasty. Just bro. That's an eight. That's an eight. Bro, a lot of bro. flaps getting was, pinched and, you know, stuff getting bro, stuck. And things getting stretched down, bro. You don't have to do this, nigga. Why are we here? You know what I mean? Tom Brady retired before bro, you, you smoked. Come on, bro. You can, just you can take him up. Blessing, nigga. <laughs> you ain't got to drop a gasms. We know this uh, shit ain't gasming. <laughs> okay, number six and seven, both low on the horny scale beside you. And if we don't have each other, both old school, you know, kind of yeah. kind of tracks. So um, number eight, you fill me up. What does he mean? Is this what the Solomon? Mean? Is this okay. the Solomon, Missouri thread for Smokey Robinson? What does he mean? What Fill does he me mean? up. Oh man! What does he mean? Yeah, we gonna need some context on what that one, Smokey. Hey, Goddamn! He means that. It's cool. Do what you do. But it's definitely horny. It sounds it's dangerous. Oh, uh, definitely 80. dangerous. But hey, it might be worth it, dog. Hey, I don't know. I ain't never been there. <laughs> I got a lot of life to live, though. <laughs> we never know. Maybe right. I'll take that turn. Number it's tra- <laughs> Track number nine. This is the last track on Gasms, the closing track, if you will. Unless there's a secret track. Yeah, probably, there probably there should be. be. There should be It'll on be a Gasms. Gasms. Yeah, for sure. Um 
And I want you to really prepare your horniness scale before I tell you the title of the song. The name of the song is I Fit In There. Bro, the horny scale seventy three coming from it right now. That mother, that motherfucker exploded <laughs> with springs and shit popping out like it's in the cartoon. That is the horniest <laughs> that you could possibly get. God, what do you say? I, I belong. Fit, in I there. fit in there. Also, bro, you took a real there. close I look. Fit in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? That's like after you analyze the vagina. You know what I mean? I fit in there. <laughs> Bro, 73, dog. You know what I'm saying? Out of here. (laughs) The mercury is fucking nasty out here, bro. The the beast quake of the goddamn horny. And listen, you know, we're all getting older, man. I see, you know, old people finding fulfillment, you know, satisfaction. That's wonderful. And and there's a thing. Listen, I hope he's lying. I hope he's lying at 82. I don't want to have sex at 82. I'm going to be tired, nigga. You know what I'm saying? I want to make it through each day at 82. I ain't trying to drop nothing off. Fuck you, me. Crazy. I asked my grandpa. Uh, my grandpa passed away when he was 80, but I asked my grandpa when he was in his late 70s. Uh, you know, I, he and I would have very good, like, deep philosophical conversations and stuff. And I asked him, because he was always, he, you know, he had a what should have been a fatal heart attack when he was in his early 40s. He had his last rites read to him. He was Catholic. His last rites read to him by a priest in the hospital. Lived for like another, you know, 37 years or something. But so he, he was always conscious of his mortality. And he would literally, you know, we'd be like, okay, we'll see you next weekend. And he'd be like, yeah, if I'm here, you'll see me. You know, like that was literally how, you know, present he would think about that stuff. Is that, that how stuff. he dealt with the, and that so, how he dealt uh, with Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, he was okay, perfectly okay. comfortable with it. He wanted us to understand, you know what I mean? Like, hey. This yeah, shit could yeah. go at any moment. But I asked him, I was like, you know, hey, have you, uh, like, are you happy with your life? Like, you know, like, I don't, I could never have the perspective that you have. You're at, you're at the other end of it, right? And his response was, oh, I love my life. And he said, um, I wish I would have had a little bit more sex. And then he looked at me and he said, not now, though. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ain't no backflips going on in that motherfucking nigga. Ain't nobody jumping off the top rope. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Yeah. More or less appropriate. Being an NFL quarterback at age 45 or singing, uh, I fit in there at 82. (laughs) Definitely not smoky to me, bro. I'm sorry. I mean, hey, 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 smoke is still my guy. Wow, Tyler. his his eighty no his eighty two is different from our our grandparents eighty two like that motherfucker has been rich as fuck for sixty years dog living the best fucking life you know maybe so, he does still fit in there I, I put like this. Just, maybe he does yeah, still yeah I put like this his fist yeah. if Smokey want to be out here fucking Smokey is out here fucking I guarantee that it, it's all of, it's all about the want on Smokey's part I know Smokey can get some Where, ass bro Tyler no Where? question. Oh, he, bro, go to a Smokey Robinson show. I'm he's sure still, there's a, I'm sure, there, I'm sure the lines are the same right. length that they were. 50 are you serious? Years ago, bro. You think so? Yeah, I'm guarantee you that's, there's some grannies right now who will bust it open for Smokey. Ain't no doubt in my mind. He fits in there. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, please. I am disgusted by all of this. This is so nasty. <laughs> all right. Um, let's. Uh, turn to we're just into February. Happy February, happy uh, Black History Month, uh, everybody. But even though it's so early in the year, we're already ready to discuss our first nominees for Scammer of the Year. 
And I will just present this in bracket form. I'll, I'll, I'll read these two stories and y'all can tell me who, who survives this month as scammer of the year. Uh, the first, <laughs> I sent you guys a screenshot uh, from a, a Facebook account called Cornelius Webster, uh, who's uh, offering to prepare people's taxes. He said, the people have been asking, so I shall deliver. We're going to be in jail, but when we get out, we're going to have them banned, banned. Y'all tap in. I need 50% of your return. Please, if you're scary, do not contact me. We're going for a <laughs> million scary. on each return. Contact our company email. <laughs> I love it, man. And it says, here's your here's yeah, your estimated I, refund so far, $923,937. Hey, bro, we going to jail. That's not a scam, bro. He telling you what's going to happen. We going to go to jail, <laughs> but we going to be good afterwards. We going to get the racks, <laughs> though, you rack, feel bro. me? It might be worth that 10, that yeah. 8 you might put in, you feel me? But you going to be good for the rest of your life, man. It's just a little sacrifice, you feel me? That ain't a scam. I think uh, I agree with you, and also the email given uh, is at countyjail.com, so I think that this is just a, a great <laughs> joke, but I don't think they ever had a chance to beat the person on the other side of the bracket anyway, which is a 23-year-old junior varsity basketball coach, Tyler sent us this, who, <laughs> who, su- who subbed in to, pl- to play for a player who is out of town, a JV player. She was impersonating a 15-year-old. She was a 23-year-old. They, Tyler sent us this clip. They had her on the news. She was shit-talking. She was yelling and one and doing the count the bucket. <laughs> this is nasty level scamming. <laughs> this is truly disgusting. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to tell you, as a Virginian, I loved it because, like I told you, that shit happened in Portsmouth, and this is some Portsmouth-ass <laughs> shit. Anyone from Virginia, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. This is some P-Town-ass <laughs> shit right here, and I love it because Portsmouth is a black-ass city that's known for, like, shenanigans like this, right? It's a city where motherfuckers do not fuck around, you know what I'm saying? So this is some Portsmouth-ass shit, bro, and I love it for that. she was going to get caught? There are cameras literally everywhere where in this fucking country, bro. Like, you thought, like, you thought this was just going to be sweet. You know what I'm saying? You're going to do it one time, maybe drop 20 and then go home, go back to coaching on some regular shit. They see you next year as a coach. They ain't going to say shit to you. You know what I'm saying? And she was tall as fuck. Too. She was if like not five, taller, there with all those like shit. five foot two girls. I'm like, God yeah, damn. Yeah, she like, was a big, bro. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Right. She would have dunked her ass. She was talking shit, too. Yeah. She bumped that girl. The parents like, yeah. were out there. Like, you thought the kids' parents didn't know she was doing this? It's a really wild stunt, bro. You know what I mean? It's so crazy. Maybe, bro, maybe she knew the, the job. Maybe she knew she wasn't going to be there long or whatever. And she just wanted to get some buckets for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> if It's so good for her. You got to do it in the varsity I mean, game, hey, bro. Like, you got to do it in the varsity you, game. You can't do that to do JV it in the varsity girls. game, no. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would have pulled your ass. Fuck it. You would never be able to check in. You know what I mean? Nobody really pays attention to JV anything. You know what I'm saying? So she had to get it how she got it. And she got it. She braver than me, though. These kids different, nigga. I don't miss basketball at all, man. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas is getting freaked out here. Get got out here on the court, nigga. I don't want no part of it. But, yeah, that's crazy. Not in a JV girls oh, game, no, <laughs> <laughs> ain't no sauce it's crazy like like high school a nigga come off the bench and throw the sham god on your ass bro I'm like damn bro, you the sixth man 
You're supposed to be a regular ass dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you done got me off my feet. I'm crazy. All right, so as a 23-year-old JV uh, basketball coach, that's the uh, that's the yeah, scammer that's, of the month yeah, for Jenkins and Jones. She, she wasn't getting away with that. That's a bad scam, but she tried. She got on the news. Her highlight tape is out there. She got what? some exposure. Yeah, 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 she's, 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 she's 23. Her highlight real The hardest <laughs> roster on the planet to make. Hey, <laughs> those rosters are impossible like to make. NAIA schools right. are, are, are about to be, you know. She's not going to be coaching for anymore, so. I'll tell you that. For so. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, we're going to have Jackson come on for the last segment because John and I have not watched uh, Last of Us yet, but I know the third episode just uh, came out last weekend, and uh, Tyler and Jackson are both. Yeah. Oh, are you? You watch it tonight. Uh, I don't care about having stuff spoiled for me, There's John. If you want to um, mute your shit, I'll wave you back in after they're done. I, I am, pl- John. If really? you're gonna I, watch, I, I, I don't give a fuck about spoilers, but I'll tap out if you think Bro. so. I'll, you know, for sure. No, I, I, I seriously, I, I, you. This is an episode you need to feel without knowing what's coming next. You got me you know as morning real shit, Robinson right I'm now. I'm telling you, man, this motherfucking Jesus. episode three, dog. Can't wait to watch this shit. <laughs> giving John at least three and, <laughs> and a half gasms right now. All right, let me turn my volume down. All right, y'all going to your thing. You don't fit in here anymore, John. <laughs> I don't fit in there. What'd you say? I don't fit in there. Don't fit. You so confident. That's the wordiest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right, God damn. All right, so okay, I think John's gone. But yeah, so I just, I really just tapped in because everyone was talking about how amazing that episode was, right? Like, I was probably going to pass on The Last of Us because I kind of know what happens in it. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know, I'm really not going to, I don't know how invested I'm going to be in, in the whole journey of the shit since I know what's going to happen. But I'm probably going to stick with it because, you know, I, I gave it a go. It's fucking amazing. And that episode three, man. That fucked me. Bro, it's like, I am not over exaggerating. Spoilers, I'm not right? Should I, should I should wish you drop that. it as spoilers? This is yeah. Okay, yes, so from this spoilers, point on, so skip yes. t- towards the end if you don't want spoilers for Last of Us. Yeah, but like I said, I'm not being. I don't think I, I'm not over exaggerating at all when I say when we talk about all time episodes of television that just examine love in its purest, rawest form. This is going to be on that list. Like it is that fucking good. It's going to clean up at the Emmys. It's going to go on a crazy war run. Um, you know the performances that we got were fucking amazing from Ron Swanson hey. and, and 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 the White and Lotus homie. I don't know that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were just so fucking amazing in this. Um, I will say, you know, and this is something we discussed. Um, you know, before just amongst us, the shit that hit me the hardest was when um when Frank. You know, whenever he'd have an argument with um, what, what was Ron yeah. Swanson's character's name? Yeah. Whenever Frank and him would have an argument, Frank would always, you know, ask him, you know, do you love me? And not in a manipulate, you know, a manipulating type way, a sincere way. And you know, when he would get the answer, of course I do, and he would re- respond back with, okay, then love me the way I want you to mm-hmm. love. We saw that, you know, during that argument when he wanted to spiff you up the neighborhood, remember? And then we saw it at at that argument when he wanted, you know him to assist him with his suicide mm-hmm. right and 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 that's just what love is bro like i said you got to love people the way they want you to love them even if it might inconvenience you like i don't know if i could ever you know assist suicide with my wife maybe maybe in a zombie apocalypse possibly but 
But yeah, it was just such a heavy, beautiful portrayal of, like I said, love in like its rawest and purest form. The episode was amazing. The uh, the first two episodes were obviously nothing like the third episode, but also still a big, yeah. very compelling. I thought that, I mean, I didn't play the game, so I don't have like any sort of knowledge mm-hmm. of the universe, but like just the, the creativity with, I guess, I don't even know if they're zombies, whatever these infected beings are, and like tendrils yeah. and the communication across the whole universe with if you step on it's it's so clever and it obviously comes from a game but like it's so clever it is so well told and i like how in that third episode like it's the sweetest most insanely compelling love story that you're so invested in so fast and they still have like hilarious comedic moments like, the fact that they're yes. able to like have that episode be that fucking emotionally impactful and also have a line where ron swanson goes the government is all nazis <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, well, yeah, now, but not back then. Yeah, it was, it was, like I said, it was just such a, a, it didn't feel like television. It felt like you were, you know, actually watching a real couple go through, you know, the ups and downs of love and everything. It was just such, such an honest, beautiful portrayal. Um, you know, it, it, it deviated a bit from the whole, hey, you know, we're running from Nazis, not trying to stay alive, but it stayed on course with the theme of this. And I feel like the theme of every zombie apocalypse, which is, you know, people just looking for something to cling to, something to love when they have no reason, you know, to 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 push on, you know, in, in, in the environment that they were in. And that's kind of like, you know, the underlying theme of all fucking zombie apocalypse shows, movies or whatever. And yeah, they just knocked that shit out of the park, man. It's it's an all time television episode, like instant classic shit. Yeah, man. I agree. I agree. I'm really excited for to see how the rest of the show goes. I'm I'm disappointed. I'm just sad, like seeing um after the episode com- comes out people talking about how this compares to the game the only bummer part about the way they structure the episode is that we don't get to see joel and ellie like communicate with bill which i guess they did in the game yeah which would have been which would have been very fun but it's just i think it's it's also it's just really cool that they have to make they have to be very intentional about the choices they make what when to deviate from the game and when not to and to make and have right, that right. be the first like big decision and have it go so fucking beautifully is really really impressive right right yeah and and you know for all the people oh they're going woke making them gay bro they were gay in the video game by the way so that was implied and they just kind of hammered stupid but yeah <laughs> yeah because you know those motherfuckers were out there in full force Punch. but but yeah man just just like bro just a phenomenal fucking episode man or an achievement for real yeah and then for the rest of the show i just i think it's really it has a game of thrones factor which is like they do they will fucking kill anyone they let you know early yeah. your characters they are not fucking safe right 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 that's how it gotta be man you know that's how shit would really shake down in the zombie know. apocalypse you never know who's gonna get it 100%. dog it's real out here in these zombie streets. It's hard to you know? believe we grew up on television where the goal of the show was for everything to be the same when it ended as it was when it started. And there's like, right. <clears throat> I mean, there's like, I mean, Abbott Elementary, there's like very few shows like that. I mean, I guess like the NCISs or something are probably, but even those is like people get killed and shit on those now. You know what I mean? So, gosh. I don't know. I, we've said this before. Uh, I, I mentioned this in the show. Like, Shar and I are big fans of the show Justified. Justified is not on anyone's top 10 TV shows of all time list, but it's better than anything that came out for the first 60 years of television. <laughs> it's like, because there's a story arc and there's realistic writing and like things are at stake. You know what I mean? All right. We're, we're, yeah. we'll, we'll tap in, Tyler. It might, Shar and I are so slow watching stuff. It might take us a little bit to catch up, but we're going to tap in for sure. It's so fucking good, bro. All right. Should I wave John back in? I just tapped yeah, back in. That gave me the thumbs up already. 
gonna have some gas while I'm watching. Jackson beat so me on the thumbs up. Too many. I'm gonna take a rest out. <laughs> <bro. laughs> some gas. <laughs> Sleep well. We're gonna be gasming rather. We need to do a group. We need to. We need to do a group listening party for gasms when it comes out. Oh, <laughs> do we? People can listen. Do we have to. Yeah. Nine tracks, so it's about what forty-five minutes. I, I probably mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Shit, but. I'll give it all. I'm definitely gonna listen do to it, I Fit it, in there. Someone put up a snippet. Else. Someone put a snippet that. of that song up on Twitter, and it is not a mystery. Let's just go live again on the app, <laughs> Amp app. You know what I'm saying? On the Amp app. The Amp app. Yeah, if you hear me. All right, uh, that's all the time we got for today. We'll be back uh, on Monday for another episode of Jenkins and Jones. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, hope everyone has a great weekend. Get we'll you see some in, baby. Bye. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 